There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Friday. It's a meet Friday at Cinco de Mayo. And in case you're wondering, and I know you are, what's on the menu? Steak fajitas, chicken fajitas, chips and guac, margaritas, and chip witch cookies. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. No. Hey, 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 Nada. hey, hey, come on. What's going on? Who has it better than we do? Nobody. You guys are starting to take this stuff for granted. Todd said to me this morning, he goes, you know, we really got it good. I go, oh, you're just realizing that? Something came over me while I was walking around the basketball court, looking around like I'm sitting in my sweatpants. We're talking sports. We're going to have barbecue. We have normal hours, which in this business you have, don't have normal hours. We kind of work a few hours and then can go about your business. And Thank you. Yeah. Thank working you. holidays and weekend yeah. nights and all Thank kinds. you, Todd. Yeah. 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 Bocadillo galletas. Chip witch cookies. Okay. Bocadillo galletas. Yeah. Todd opened up his wallet. You know, that's where, you know, the uh, presidents start blinking okay. because Cobwebs. They're, they're not used to having, you know, they're exposed to the uh, light where it's like, uh, let me see. George Washington's blinking because he's like, oh, Todd's going to open up his wallet. There was here. a creaking sound. Some little bug flew out that I think is extinct <laughs> by now. Warriors roll the Lakers. We'll check in with the Lakers coming up. That series tied at a game apiece. Tonight's Celtics in the 76ers, Nuggets and the Suns. I am curious about the Suns. Not as curious about Celtics, Sixers, only Joel Embiid. And is he able to be, you know, the MVP? Or is he going to be just sort of partially there as he was game two? But the Suns, to me, are interesting because of what they gave up to get Durant. Chris Paul's out for the next couple of games. You got a new owner who was all in, and that was such a big deal when they traded for Durant. We were out at the Super Bowl, and everybody brought out their Phoenix Suns jerseys and T-shirts, and they were all in, ready to go. I don't, I'm not concerned about Devin Booker. He'll get you 30. I am concerned about DeAndre Ayton. I'm concerned about your bench. Now you don't have Chris Paul. And this window of opportunity that you have right now with Kevin Durant, 
and you have Devin Booker. But uh, the Nuggets are four-point underdogs in that game coming up tonight. Yes, Paul? But don't you think Suns are a pretty attractive place to play for right now? They've cleaned up their owner situation. That, that seems like a nice roster already. They're, if I were like a mid-level but point guard. But it's a win now. Yeah. If, if I were like a 26-year-old mid-level point guard, I'd want to go there, play with those scores. Yeah, but how long does Durant play? How long does Chris Paul play? Is DeAndre Ayton going to be there next year? It, it almost felt like they begrudgingly brought him back. I don't yeah, remember in the offseason, DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams d- didn't talk after how last year ended. You got Durant, but you gave up. You gave up a lot to get him. It just feels like you're all in there, and the the bench is not threatening. But you might have to go to that bench because you can't sit there and keep playing. You know, KD. You know, can he play forty minutes? Yeah, Paul. I got the NBA free agents for this upcoming offseason: James Harden, Kyrie Irving. We all know Fred Van Vliet from Toronto. They're going nowhere. He's a nice player. He's yep. in the middle of his right. career. He's Kind of a pass, not a pass first guy, but he could score and pass. He still needs to change his last name to Van Fleet. Van Fleet. Not Van Vliet. Not as much as Shea Gilgis Alexander needs to pick a last name. Does he just get rid of Gilgis? Either. Or just go by Gilgis, just like one name. Like Cher. Yeah. Yeah. Sting and Bono. Gilgis. <laughs> Gilgis from three. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's your name? Gilgis. Well, you know what's an interesting free agent? Is this right? Jalen Brown. Draymond Green, he has a player option. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brown, to me, is certainly a guy you covet. And does he want to be, you know, the, the Pippin to Jordan, if you want to call it that, with uh, Jason Tatum? But, or the uh, Robin to Batman. I don't know. Is he ready to lead a team? There are times you watch and you go, all right, Jalen Brown, I see you. And then other times where you go, uh, Jalen Brown, I don't see you. Yeah, Smart. He's going to be Tracy McGrady. He's going to go to Orlando, mm. average about 28 a mm. night, first round exit. Yeah. Yes, Todd. Jalen Brown could be Batman or Robin with that mask he's been wearing. Oh, he just needs the okay. cape. He's ready to All go. right. Bloop, bloop. All right. Uh, final hour poll question. What do you have for me? I think Paul's got another oh, new one he's okay. very excited about. Okay. I, I've been thinking about this one a little bit. Clay Thompson is such an interesting player because you know he could have. 35 at half, but he's going to be always in Steph Curry's shadow. Right. Steph Curry, we were talking about, is one of the greats of all time. Mm-hmm. His, his career is kind of hard to quantify. One of the all-time great shooters, clearly, right? Shooters. Yeah. But that's a, that's a specific thing. Yeah. He missed basically two years with the knee and the Achilles, but yep. six-time All-Star, very good player, will always be on this run in the shadow of Steph Curry. Whose career Ooh. would you want? Clay Thompson or Scottie Pippen? Couple tidbits: Clay Thompson, five-time All-Star, averages about twenty points a game. We got to take the money out of this because yeah, it's Clay, not even close. Yes, because Scotty, but for like famously it, went to the Rockets and Michael made fun of him in the Last Dance for the contract. He historical signed. perception. Right. I mean, Scotty Pippen was on that. Was he on the NBA seventy-five team? Yeah. Um, he was. He was a seven-time All-Star, but he his the shadow. Of Anthony Michael, Davis is on the top seventy-five. Yeah. Just the, letting you know. The Jordan shadow is pretty big, too. Yes, it it's is. almost like Clay gets more credit for well, his con- contributions to the Warriors run than Pippen does for his yes. to the Bulls run. But Jordan's shadow is yeah. bigger than anybody. Um, would I rather be... I'd rather be Clay than I would... I mean, Scotty's a better player because Scotty could guard one through five. Uh, yeah, I, Scotty was always underrated. Feels like Clay is rated. You know, he's one of the great shooters of all time. Although I think underrated as a defender, he's not a great defender now because of the injuries. But I, what Clay has done has has stood out. Where you were like, "Damn, did you see Clay?" Not many times where you go, "Did you see Pippen?" It felt like it was when Mike went to play baseball, and then they got to the Eastern Conference Finals, and you're like, "Man, Pippen, yes, yeah, Eaton." But Scotty Pippen's like one of the top. I don't know, 50 players okay, all time. All right. And that's not like, eh. Yeah, but how many, how many Scottie Pippen memories do you have? Feels like there's a few Clay Thompson memories in there. My, my, more of my memories, uh, granted, my memory is not great, of uh, Clay is like, remember that time he dribbled three times but scored 40 <laughs> points? 
But he did score 40. How can how can Scottie Pippen be this, uh, I don't know, like disrespected or something, like this uh, unappreciated or this? I just think he was so good at doing a lot of different things. But, it, but there was nothing spectacular about him. He was just unbelievable defender, uh, underrated uh, scorer. But Clay, I mean, Clay had magical nights, man. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, we call him Game Six Clay for a reason. He's got some big time. When they were down three one to the Thunder, yeah, and he got Game Six, he was unbelievable. And yeah. they're called the Splash Brothers. Yeah, they've got a name. It's Jordan's Bulls. It's never Jordan and Pippen's Bulls. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like he shares Clay shares the stage more. Like if Steph Curry were out for the month, they could still possibly pull this off. If Jordan were out for the month, you're like, all right, when's spring training? Yeah. Yeah, I just think Clay, cool nickname. Splash Brothers. The fact that he is, aside from a big man, you know, less dribbles per points in NBA history. I don't know if anybody comes close to Clay Thompson. Yeah, I, I would take Clay. Who's taking Pippen? Are you doing just because you're from Chicago, Paulie? No, I actually wouldn't take Pippen because I don't think he's going to get. He's going to be. He's got uh, NBA immortality because he's attached to Michael Jordan, which gives you NBA immortality. Yeah. But he also, that, like you said, that shadow is so gigantic. Yeah. You, you're, not the, you're not the B player. Even though you were, you were as important as anybody. The Bucks fired Mike Budenholzer, and that's after a couple of years removed from winning a championship there. Nick Nurse, who was let go by Toronto, is rumored to be on the short list to replace him in Milwaukee. What have you done for me lately? You know, you bow out in the opening round against the Miami Heat, even though Giannis wasn't healthy. It's weird because I always wonder, let's say the Memphis Grizzlies beat the Lakers. Is Dylan Brooks coming back with Memphis? Because then he he would have succeeded at what he was trying to do and be a villain, a nuisance there. And if they would have won, would they have brought him back? Like, at what point do they go... Well, if we get to the Western Conference Finals, we got to bring him back. Or was it under no circumstances are we bringing him back, even though we're advancing? Like Mike Budenholzer, if, if he's still coaching right now, is he going to be fired at the end of the year? Like at what point do you say, I'm going to draw a line and that's it. You lost in the first round, you're not coming back. If you lost in the second round, if you lost in the Eastern Conference Finals, if Memphis went to the Western Conference Finals, are you keeping Dylan Brooks? Yeah, Marv. Yeah, with Dylan Brooks, it might be like the Draymond Green thing, where it's like, man, he's really he's really aggravating us right now. But have you seen him? He was big for us getting to the finals and getting to the Western Conference Finals. So that might be the same thing with Dylan Brooks. Draymond Green, 11 points, 11 rebounds, and 9 assists. And those were the numbers that we saw in 2019 in the postseason, where he had five triple doubles in the postseason. Anthony Davis followed up his big game with 11-7. and seven. So three games of at least 30 and 17 rebounds in the postseason. And then the games that follow those games, averaging 13 points and 11 rebounds. Stat of the day, stat of the day, that stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes. Here comes that what stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick show. I got something for you, something for you to look forward to tonight. And it's a matchup that you would never consider watching. This is a baseball game tonight. And this is something, this matchup hasn't happened since 1900. These two teams. Now they played each other. But where they are in the season and their success rate, this hasn't happened since 1900. If you said the Oakland A's and the Kansas City Royals, you would be correct because this marks the deepest into a season two teams <laughs> with single-digit single wins have met since 1900. Your Oakland A's are 6-26. and 26. Your Kansas City Royals are eight and twenty-four. Wow! 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 Wow!
The Cardinals have 10 wins so far this season. The Cardinals, who I think have been above 500 every single season in the last 23, 22 seasons. But uh, right now, with uh, they're 10 and 22. Yeah, Paul. I, I would bet that the St. Louis Cardinals haven't finished in last place in, honestly, I would bet 35 years. Mm. I don't even know if that's true, but they, they, seem, they always seem generally competitive. Does everything get better when the Oakland A's move to Vegas? If I'm in Vegas and we're going to get the Oakland A's, do I go, I don't want them? Uh, are you guys going to spend money? Are you going to, like, just the curiosity of going to see baseball in Vegas where you go, man, this is this is great. I mean, if Kyler Murray's playing for the A's, then you know, <laughs> maybe I'd go see them. But are you going to be excited that Vegas gets – like the Golden Knights went to the Stanley Cup final first year. And that was that was a big presentation, you know, fun pregame, everything, the buildup to that. Are you going to be excited to get the Oakland A's? That's 2027. But Vegas has a triple-A team, so you're getting another one. Oh, you see what I did with that? Dang. Thanks. Well, I mean, they got, they got six wins. That's it. All right. We'll get to uh, phone calls coming up, and uh, we'll check in with the Lakers. Ramona Shelburne is covering the Lakers. We'll get her thoughts on the enigma who is Anthony Davis, the highs and lows. We'll take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Paulie was wondering last time St. Louis Cardinals finished last place was 1990. 1990. They got 10 wins so far this year. Four more than the Oakland A's. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. Ramona Shelburne from the Mothership. Uh, senior writer, NBA Today panelist, and uh, joining us on the program. Random question to start out. Would you rather have Clay Thompson's career or Scottie Pippen's career? Um, I think 100% Clay Thompson because that would mean that I spent my life in Oakland with Steph Curry, <laughs> right? It was a really fun guy to hang out with. And Clay, to me, is a he likes to go fishing in the San Francisco Bay. Uh, you know, he's Steph is like a really nice, gentler uh, <laughs> co-star, superstar. And like Michael Jordan's breathing fire at me every day. Like Michael Jordan's going to tear my head off if I miss that defensive rotation. Steph just might like might look at me bad, but, you know, much better workplace environment, I think. All right. Uh, based off last night, how much confidence do you have in Golden State or how much confidence do you have in the Lakers? Um, I picked Golden State in seven in this series, and I think I stick with it because the part it wasn't the home court advantage that gave me the confidence in them in the series. I thought it was the fact that they had been there so many times in this. Every, the playoffs are a chess match. Every game, every half, every possession is just adjustment, adjustment, adjustment. And I thought they've just done this so many times. For uh, LeBron's done it a lot. But none of the other guys on the Lakers roster have really done this in a sustained way for more than really just Anthony Davis in in the playoffs in 2020. We're still trying to figure out Anthony Davis. Yeah. It feels like we're going to continue to still try to figure out Anthony Davis. Why? Why is he such an enigma? You know, um, somebody very influential in Laker land said this to me two or three years ago. Um, We don't really know what makes him tick. Right. Like like there's certain superstars um, who you understand who they are. Right. Like at his core, like you kind of understood what Kobe was about. You you understood what what he wanted out of out of his career and out of every game. Um, I think you understand what LeBron's about. I mean, LeBron, you know, if, if Kobe wanted to be Michael, I think LeBron wants to be Jay-Z. Right. I mean, he's he's both a billionaire off of the court and a mogul off the court, but a um, four-time champion wants to be five-time, six-time if he can on the court. Uh, he, you know, to me, he's his closest comparison as a player is magic, right? He's, he's, he's six, nine and can distribute the ball. I don't know. I don't know what makes Anthony Davis tick. Like, I don't know. Is he trying to be an all-time great center? Does he, is he motivated by fear of like, I don't want to fall short. Is he motivated by, um, you know, I, I want to prove myself to LeBron or I want to shut Charles Barkley up with the street clothes stuff. Like, I don't know what it is that that makes him in that fundamental sort of fire way tick. Um, but I, I wonder that's like yeah, that, Pau Gasol. Yeah. Pau, Pau didn't have that fiery temperament. Right. But it but it worked. Why did it work with Pau? And you had Kobe there. Yeah. Staring him down. But is, is that what it takes that, you know, almost the fear of failure with Kobe there breathing down? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, Powell and Kobe, I mean, that was the black swan, white swan stuff. But I think two things about Powell Gasol. It's a great, it's a great comparison. Um, I thought Powell wanted to be excellent. Powell is a high achiever. He's like, uh, would have gone to medical school if he wasn't a, a basketball player. He is somebody who, when he, when he messes up, when he, when he, um, doesn't bring his best in a game. He's disappointed in himself because he knows he can do better. Like he's a, he's a, he's your classic high achiever in school, high achiever in life. And when he disappoints himself, he disappoints. You don't need to even tell him, right? He already knows. Anthony Davis, I think he, a lot of times he gets down on himself when he, when he is not playing up to his level. In 2020, I thought he was really motivated by LeBron. LeBron was sort of his, um, his Kobe, if you will, right? Like he wanted to impress LeBron. He wanted to prove to LeBron, like I have the championship medal. I I see LeBron talk to Anthony Davis the way Kobe talked to Powell, but it's not LeBron's personality. Like he's never gonna black swan white swan him, right? He's never gonna 
he's never going to try to motivate him in that way. And so I, I really think that it has to come from within with Anthony. Um, the best person to talk to about Anthony usually is, is his dad. He, you know, he's a, he's known him his whole life. He knows what motivates him. And, uh, he always tells me about the championship game in Kentucky where Anthony didn't really have a great game, but he played lights out defense and he, he, he had one of his best rebounding games, much like you saw in that Memphis series or you, and, and I think for, for Anthony, the, the key is really not to get down on himself is to focus on what you can do for the team rather than what you're not doing when things are bad. Like the, a lot of what people in Lakerland talk about is keeping him up, keeping him from getting down on himself. Um, and that's a different wiring for a superstar than you normally see. Well, I, I notice when you engage him early, then yeah. and he's successful early, then I know he's going to give me something at the other end as well. And it's almost like, you know, later in Kareem's career, magic got him engaged early. Yeah. So he didn't sort of drift a little bit. And that's game one, he was engaged. Game two, he never got it going. And there was a three-minute stretch last night. I didn't know he was on the floor. Yeah. I mean, there's, I saw some of those defensive highlights. Like I always, I like to read Anthony Slater's breakdown articles in the athletic afterwards. And he, he had a couple of clips and it was like AD on defense. And it was like, he was just walking around. Like, and I was like, I've never seen AD walk around on defense. That's, and that to me is, Hey, I thought he was really fatigued after game one. And it was a, it was a quick turnaround. Like he played so hard every single one of those 44 minutes in game four and sorry, in game, in game one. And I don't, I don't know if you can play with that level of force yeah. two games in a row with that short of a turnaround, and especially not when you're already down 20. Like, I almost felt like it was close for a little while. They fell behind by too much, and then they just kinda, they're just kind of saving it for game three and four at home. We're talking to Ramona Shelburne, uh, ESPN NBA insider, senior writer, NBA Today panelist. I don't know if it's recency bias, but this is a topic that's come up. If Steph would win a title, and yeah. now he's got five, where is Steph? And then people even said he would move past LeBron. I mean, those are the two dominant players of their era. Okay. And I'm, and I'm not including Giannis yet in that era because I think he's younger. Okay. Steph's 35, LeBron's 38. So Giannis, he's got a few, he's a little younger um, and a little more time to go. But I don't know. It, Steph is a really interesting comparison for everyone. He's the closest comp to me, and this is going to sound weird, but it's it's really Tim Duncan. Um, he's this sort of unappreciated, like, he, I mean, you appreciate him. Of course, people appreciate him. They think that he's great, but he sort of gets tagged with this system player uh, the year when everyone was hurt. And then, you know, it was just kind of him all alone. They finished eighth. Remember that year, two years ago? Um, and there was this thought like, you, you know, he needs Clay and Draymond and a team around him. Whereas if you had Michael Jordan or, but or if you had just LeBron, they could carry a team. I, I think that narrative is false. Like I, I've seen LeBron when he doesn't have the right team around him. We saw that at the beginning of this year when he didn't have the right yeah. team around him. Right. And they were, they barely finished seventh. So to me, Steph to, will a hundred percent will be remembered as the greatest shooter of all time. That's, that's like out of the question at this point. Like he's already got that. Um, now I think when you get to five, now you're in a totally different group of players. Now you're up there with magic. You know, there's like, you're not quite to Jordan yet, but, but there's a, there's a Kobe's got five magic. Like this is a different echelon of all time greats. And, um, Steph, I don't think he gets enough credit because of the two he won with Durant. You know, Durant was clearly the finals MVP, but these, if he wins another one, another late career title, where he's the man, he's the superstar, just like that first title they won. I think that puts him in a in in that rarefied air. Whereas LeBron, to me, I think he goes down right next to Michael, one A, one B, as the as the greatest players of all time. Just because it's not just about the scoring or the titles or anything like that. It's just, I mean, it's just the eyeball test, right? I mean, like uh, you watch LeBron, and there's never been a six nine guy who plays with as much force as LeBron does with as much skill. Were the Bucks looking for a reason to fire Mike Budenholzer? Yeah, it's been out there for a while, right? I mean, that I feel like I've heard the fire bud stuff for two years, three years. And the year they finally won the title in 2021, like it almost felt like he had to win a title not to get fired. I mean, it just felt like in that direction. Then he won and then, okay, well, you'd stay for a little bit. <laughs> um, but it was, it was one slip up. 
away. And it, it is kind of remarkable, though. I was thinking about this last night when I was watching the Warriors. So 20, 2019, Nick Nurse wins a title. Now he's been fired. 2020, Frank Vogel wins a title. Now he's been fired. 2021, Mike Budenholzer wins a title. Now he's been fired. Who won in 22? Steve, Steve Kerr. Kerr. And he's the only guy who, like, when you talk about sustainability as a, as a team and as a coach, it, it's really hard to do that in this era, especially with giant personalities. Like, you have to have a superstar to win a title. Okay. Um, I don't know. This, this one, this one hurts because we all know what he's been through personally with his brother and everything the last, you know, the last month or so. Um, but it, it really comes down to your superstar. I mean, they're never going to fire a coach without running it by the star. I remember when, when they got rid of Jason Kidd before this, you know, they, they told Giannis and he tried to save him. You know, he really had a bond with Jason Kidd. Um, you know, uh, he, he flat out at the end of the last game, he said, I thought we could have made more adjustments, but that's on the coach. I mean, so I think this is about the relationship between Giannis and, and Mike Budenholzer. If it, if it was a great one, if it was something that he would go to the mat with, yeah. um, Mike would still be there. Ramona, great to talk to you. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Ramona Shelburne, NBA insider for the Mothership Senior Writer, and uh, she'll be there for Game 3 with the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors, also a uh, panelist for NBA Today. A couple of phone calls in here. Miles in California. Hi, Miles. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. How are you? Good, bud. Uh, happy Friday to you and the fellas. Uh, I was just calling to talk about my Lakers. Obviously frustrated after na- last night. I called in um, a week ago or so, and I mentioned my like kind of love-hate for LeBron, and i got to add AD onto that too. Um, but I'm feeling good. It's kind of like Ramona was saying, like, they were down 20. Like, let's sit everyone down. We'll gear up for the game on Saturday. So I am still feeling good about it, but just – little nervous, but I will, I will be in the building at Crypto, so pretty fired up for that. All right. Well, thank you, Miles. If the Lakers had lost game one but won last night, you'd feel a whole lot better about them coming back home. It feels like that game one is a distant memory. And if Anthony Davis had that game last night and you're coming home, you'd feel a whole lot more confident than you do. I have a gambling podcast, Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble, where I have Bad Larry, Shea and Irving, and Dylan the Graphics Guy, and they bet on everything. And uh, we have a new episode that we uh, recorded yesterday, and uh, here's a portion of it where Shea and Irving is uh, going to uh, OTB. All right, Shea. Going to Sports Haven tomorrow to start laying these down, by the way. Gonna get weird in New Haven. Uh, baseball. <laughs> what? What's in what's it? Sports, Sports Haven. OTB. OTB. Baby. Oh, OTB. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Is it depressing when you go in there? What do you mean depressing? No, Danny. My whole life's depressing. That's why I go to Sports <laughs> yeah. Haven. It's amazing. Okay. Are you Are you gonna take the roommate tomorrow? Absolutely not. She has no idea about that. Doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at work tomorrow all day. All very day. late. Yeah. Very Burn, late. Burning the midnight oil. Yeah. Right. Sorry, babe. Gotta yeah. stay till nine. Yeah. So that's uh, Shea and Irving, Bad Larry, Dylan the Graphics Guy. That's at uh, danpatrick.com. It's called Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. The gamble is on those three knuckleheads. Yes, Paul? I've been to that sports book in New Haven, Connecticut, and my brother-in-law a bunch of years ago, we were watching Kentucky Derby at our house, and it was just family. It was a very benign event, but he bets. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this horse comes around. It's called Mind That Bird. I don't remember what year it was, probably at least 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he starts pounding the floor. He's a big dude. You met this guy. He's like, go, go. And he's pounding with his fists. And he jumps up. He won $13,000 on, on the, the bet. Mm. And he goes, would you go with me to pick up my money? And he was nervous that he's going to get jumped walking out with $13,000 from a sports book. It was pretty cool. Uh, Ryan in Honolulu. Hey, Ryan, what's on your mind today? Aloha, Dan. Buenos dias, amigo. Buenos dias. I have some... Cinco de Mayo sports names for you. Okay. <laughs> Friend of the show, Bill Burrito. Bill Burrito. Okay. How about Ken Griffey, senor? <laughs> Ken Griffey, senior. Couple of NFL, <laughs> couple of NFL ones here. Quesadilla Keenum. <laughs> okay. Barkevious Gringo. <laughs> <laughs> How about... Salsa Palantonio. <laughs> we got Shaktila O'Neal. 
Mm. Dead oh. Patrick. <laughs> Dead Patrick. Caliarte. That shut the hell up in Salsa, Spanish. Salsa Palantonio is good. So far, there's been a bunch of winners. Any Anything else? Uh, I need a siesta. I'm out. All right, all right. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> this is a big uh, two-day swing for, for Ryan in Honolulu. Yeah. May 4th. Followed by a Cinco the, de Mayo. That, May the 4th be yeah, with you. Yeah, that's two hammer days yeah. right there for him. Yeah, and he, he did and, well. And he's needed that. You know, He's had a rough stretch here. Glad to have him back. Todd, yeah. do you have any Cinco de Mayo names? I just jotted down Taco Fall. Okay. Margarita Court. Isn't Taco Falls his actual name? His actual name. <laughs> so I didn't have to change anything. <laughs> Salsa Bando, old A's player. That's maybe a lot of yeah. people don't know. Once again, uh, guys, uh, yeah. baseball I, players who are dead. And I had O.J. Mayo. All right. Still took Ryan calling in, though, for you to do Yeah, it. I did. Yeah. I, I needed that, that extra motivation. Yeah. Chip witch or not, that's... <laughs> yeah. Todd did bring in chip witches. Juan <laughs> Smoltz. Yeah. Wait, what's that? Oh, I thought he had a... Oh, no, he didn't have a sports inner tease. Oh. No, he just brought in chip witches. That's it? Yeah, he didn't, didn't do anything extra. That's really it. No. No, no other extra... Homework. There. Nail it in Friday. Yeah. Kyle in California. Hi, Kyle. What's on your mind? What up, DP? Hey, good Kyle. Good to be back. Mar- Marv, you look so good in that front chair, man. I love it. Thank you. DP, DP if, if anybody thought the Lakers were winning last night, you haven't watched them all year. Yeah. This team doesn't play two great games like that in a row. I could have told you what was going to happen yesterday before it happened. LeBron was going to come out. He was going to see if he was making them. If he was, he was going to go for it. But, like, Anthony Davis, I text this with my friends all the time we're watching. It's like he's not going to do it two games in a row. He should be getting out on contests. Clay Thompson shoots threes. Breaking news. Get your ass up there, man. Put a hand up. Contest, run back. It's hard. It's tiring. Kyle, was, Kyle, how much money did you make off the game last night? You know what? As a true Laker fan, I don't bet against my team, <laughs> even in times of despair. <laughs> well, if you knew it, you could have made a lot of money there. Hey, I'll put up ten grand. I'll lay the points because I know the Lakers aren't going to do anything back-to-back, especially Anthony Davis. All right, let me take a break. If you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, we're going to go out to Traegerville, and Tyler is taking the uh, Cinco de Mayo menu off the grills. We'll have that for you coming up. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Bali Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo! Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all the sports talk, the Pauly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. If you're hearing this promo right now, it means you're listening to some other show. Uh, well, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah, get your priorities straight. Well, maybe, Tony, they listened to this week's episode already. I don't care. Listen to it again. Yeah, great point there, Tony. Anyway, you. so you listening out there, make sure and go do that and uh, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton, including 
include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot pachenko machine and there's always new timed events that will help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies there's always something fun to discover in monopoly go so get off the bench and go download it for free right now on google play or the app store game on this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Close-up shop the way we always do. The artist is Todd Rundgren, in case you're wondering. And you know what? All together now. Last call for phone calls. What we learned? What's in store for Monday on this program? Final results of the poll question, Seton O'Connor. Dan, let me call that up for you here. Wait, are you still eating? (laughs) What are you doing? I don't have a plate in front of me. I just... I have a little bit of food still left in my mouth because I took too big of a bite. <laughs> you didn't time it correctly? Uh, the recipes are all available on the newsletter. Uh, the Traeger recipes, what we have here for uh, Cinco de Mayo. They sound great. Was yeah. a little, it was a little aggressive by me. Uh, whose career would you want, Clay Thompson or Scottie Pippen? Right now, 54% say Scottie Pippen. Okay. All right, Scotty. All right. Big win. Yay. Let's go. Yay. Uh... Michael Jordan probably voted for Clay Thompson. <laughs> That's me. That is me. That is me. All right. Um, just got this note from somebody who uh, lives in Las Vegas. The AAA team, the Aviators, they already outdraw the Oakland A's by, a th- by thousands a night. And if the A's move there, they're going to have to play in the Aviators ballpark until the new ballpark is finished. I know that they're talking 2027 for the ballpark. When are the A's moving there? As far as I know, it is 2027. They're not going to go there before. They're going to do the unveil with the new ballpark. So the aviators are safe there. Hmm. We suggested like a month ago, maybe they just move them now and then move the aviators to another another town. Hmm. I don't know. Because no one in Oakland is showing up. No, that's no. true. Lame duck. Because what will happen is like a Raiders game, you're going to get fans from Oakland are going to come in for a Raiders game. But that's the weekend and it's Vegas. You're not... I mean, how many times would you come in for a baseball game if you lived in Oakland and you had to go to Vegas to see them? Yes, Marv? If you're building a ballpark for that team, what would be the capacity for that stadium? Like, realistically, maybe 30, 40? I would make it quaint. You know, I would have a, like a Fenway capacity, or at least the old Fenway, maybe around 34,000. But, but make it, like, really interesting in, in the build-out for it. Yes, Paul. Speaking of stadiums, it was announced yesterday Erie County is giving a thumbs up to a new $1.54 billion Buffalo Bill Stadium in Orchard Park. And guess what? Open air. From the renderings that I've seen, there is no retractable roof, no dome. But do you want to do that if you're spending that kind of money? I do. I think Bills fans would hate to have a dome Mm -hmm. and would love the home field advantage. They're tough. They They want the weather there. I don't know if they would hate it when it's really cold out and you're inside and you're going, you know, 
This well, isn't bad. But I, it, it's like when somebody has an outhouse and all of a sudden they get indoor plumbing. They're going, you know, this yeah. is this I, seems like it's a little bit nicer. I here. see what you're saying. But <laughs> I, I think the Buffalo people might be one of the few fan bases that would. If well, we thought out, that was the way with Minnesota. I'm sure that the Viking fans are like, eh, this is kind of nice here. Are you saying that going to a Bills home game is similar to using an outhouse? Yeah. The experience is similar? Um, <laughs> Wilder. I didn't, I didn't mean it to sound like that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I've been to Buffalo. Maybe they name it. I the, like Buffalo. The outhouse. The big yeah. outhouse. That's the name of their place. <laughs> Smell it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> the outhouse. <laughs> righty. It feels like we're slowly phasing snow games out, though, which is oh, terrible. Terrible. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I bet if the Minnesota fans, Vikings fans, had the vote, like, what if season ticket holders voted? I, I got to believe the Minneapolis Star Tribune said, do you want an indoor outdoor stadium? They had to do something like that to, to gauge what the fans would say. And, and maybe Buffalo fans are like, I always thought Minnesota missed out on a home field advantage because you're saying you got to like Green Bay has. Well, they've had a home field advantage. Hasn't helped them recently. But when you go there and, and you know, when people move to the West Coast and they come back to the East, and they're like, oh, my God, it's cold. You know, it's 60 degrees here. I'm like uh, this, this isn't cold. No, oh, my blood's thinned out. You get to Green Bay. And you're playing there, practicing there, you know, you're ready to go a little bit better than, you know, somebody coming in from the West Coast or the South. Yes, Bon. Instead of a roof on the Buffalo Bill Stadium, they do a big table that breaks open oh. when it's sunny out and closes back up. Mm. Okay. Okay. We're getting there. Workshopping. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure the, uh, the residents are paying for this stadium, too, once again. Isn't that going to be the case with uh, Tennessee as well? Yes. Yay! Or Carolina. Yay, you get to pay for a new stadium. That's the best part of being a billionaire. You never have to spend any money. I know. That's where I think that the city should own a piece of the team. If you build it, if you pay for it and you help build that, you should, the city should. What do you think? Oh, okay. Thank you, Steve. Man of the people. Yeah. Standing O. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Chris in California. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind today? Hey, I'm right here, DP. Hey, Chris. Hey, so instead of Mike Tirico always leaving them shoes behind, why don't we get him to send those in, put those up in the man cave, and then she can make a shirt after a horse called Money Shoes Left Behind. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll workshop that. Thank you, Chris. Yes, Tom. Were you searching for Chris over the last hour? I was so? not. I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> I was here all this whole time I was here. Right here, I can't find This entire show. For the last two hours and 50 minutes, I've been... Where's Chris? Hey, I'm right here. Where's Chris? <laughs> I'm behind right the there. sofa. You got me. I'm behind the sofa. Now now I can relax going into the weekend. We found Chris. Yes, Mark. He said it like he was waiting at the DMV. Chris, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm right, right here. here. Okay. Yeah, right here. Don't skip right my here. turn. I've been waiting yeah, for four hours. Right. Chris in California, right here. Okay. I got you, Chris. I see you. Uh, Baker and Bozeman. Hey, Bake. What's on your mind today? Happy Friday, DP and Danettes. Um, real quick, you know, I, I've got what I think is a such a great name for a Kentucky um, a racehorse that I can't believe it's not been used. But before I do that, a quick promo for your Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble podcast. Yeah. If people realized that you talk like a sailor on this podcast, it's beautiful. You <laughs> drop the F-bar on. I mean, it's, it's worth the price of admission just to hear you talking like a sailor. It's awesome. Anyway, um, so a horse name, Bojack yeah. Horseman. Bojack Horseman would be perfect. Get Will Arnett chiming in and promoting it on his podcast. Bojack Horseman is okay. just perfect. All right. Well, that's Baker and Bozeman. Bojack Horseman. It's like when you name your bar or you name your boat. You know, I always love that. I always come up with these random names for a bar for some reason. Yes, Todd. My friend has a uh, boat. He's a doctor, and he's got Knot on Call, K-N-O-T, which I think is kind of cool. Okay. He's out there. All right. <laughs> This day in sports history, Paulie. Uh, Pete Rose got hit number 3,000 in 1978. The last game, 1995, was played at Boston Gardens. And, uh, oh, remember this cal- uh, calamity? 2004, it was announced that Spider-Man 2 ads would be on bases mm. in Major League Baseball games during uh, in June 11th through 13th. Uh, after the reaction, the plan was completely canceled the next day. This date, Secretariat wins the Kentucky Derby. 
And uh, it was the uh, Orlando Magic who beat the Celtics in the final game at the old Boston Gardens. Uh, what did you learn today, Todd? Mike Tirico tells us Hubie Brown had a dream the night before calling Kobe's final game that he would score 50. He put up 60. All right. Seaton. Todd did the nicest thing he's ever done today. Chipwich. He brought in Chipwich. Chipwich cookies. for everyone. What did I learn today, Todd? Chuckling. Lamar Jackson says he would love to throw up at 6,000 yards, but that's not what he does. Traeger Flat Rock. Flat Top Grill is unbelievable. Locks in heat, blocks out the wind. Man, you can get your Flat Rock today at Traeger.com. Remember, use the promo code DPSHOW at checkout. Free shipping. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you Monday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.